Adjunct Students of the BM Podcast. The podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found. Paid my ransom, no more bound. Happy New Year! Okay guys, before I get into the episode, I did want to put out a disclaimer that I am not recording with my microphone today. I don't know why it's not showing up on my laptop. It's not showing up on the GarageBand. I'm not sure about that, but I did not want that to create an obstacle to allow me or for it to be an excuse for me to delay and not get an episode out to you guys so i want to say hello and welcome to 2023 we made it y'all by the grace of god and i know i've been gone for a while i hate coming on here and explaining why i've been gone i can't really give an explanation can't say that i was that that busy to where I could not upload an episode i know i have an episode that was recorded in july and I could have posted that today, but I wanted to make sure I came on here and just share, um, share some New Year's goals, share where I have been, share what I have learned, and just also share like the word that I believe is relevant to the season that we are entering in 2023 before I post that 2022 episode to y'all. So when y'all hear that and y'all hear me come on all loud and and boisterous, you know, just know that wasn't 2022, which you, I'm sure you'll know because I mentioned like it's August or next month is August. So just, just a little disclaimer for you guys, but I do hope everyone is well. I know that last year when I came on, in the beginning of the year, you know, I declared, prophesied that, you know, this was going to be the year that there was more and that God was challenging us to create systems in our lives and in order to add to us, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. And with that, you know, we needed to create certain systems in our lives because the more he had for us, it, it, it wouldn't be able to flow unless there's some system, Right. And I don't know about you all, but I definitely created systems in my life last year that really benefited me and it really helped me. Um, It allowed me to succeed in, in, in ways that I don't believe I would have succeeded had I not, you know, really sat down and asked God, okay, like, how do I create a system for this? And granted, you can create a system for every area of your life. Now, I can admit that I focused on some areas to create a system for and again was successful with, but I failed to create a system with like my devotions and prayer and even the podcast, like the the podcast and everything kind of got put on the back burner. I guess I wasn't being realistic with the goals and actually honoring the time I set in my head to record and things of that sort. But this year, we're definitely going to get better. Last year was very great. Like I was very consistent with working out and meal prepping. And I mean, 
not waiting to last minute to get things done. Granted, there probably were some times where I did, but majority of the time I didn't, which is growth for me. I am proud of myself. I made sure I would gas in my car, you know, before it was on E. I was very on top of these things. I made sure I always had my car washes, my vacuum clean. Like, these are all things that are like, external things right like working out these are all external things but internally um I believe well I I can't say I believe I know what God did with me last year and I guess let me admit this I am one to like affirm people's humanity and if you were to come talk to me and you were you know emotional or you're sad about something happy about something like I would affirm like look you're human you know like I will affirm your humanity, but for some reason in my own self, I don't know what it is, okay? But I think I'm not human or something because the way I avoid emotions and I avoid feelings, like if I get caught up like crying about something, I will tell myself, girl, why are you being emotional? Or if I'm explaining the fact that I teared up or I cried to somebody, I would hurry up and add like I don't know why I was being so emotional right and I am not being emotional I'm just being human but it's like I wouldn't allow myself to feel my humanity feel human um and I don't know if it's because of my perfectionist thing or I just am on this you know can't cry be strong do what you got to do let's go brush brush everything under the rug like we got to go we got to go but Um, Sometimes I do that and the intent, I guess, behind it or the motive is, you know, I got work to do. I got things to do. Like, you know, I'm not here for a long time, you know, on this earth. Like, what is that guy wants me to do? Like, okay, I got to be doing this X, Y, and Z. Like, I just got to be moving and doing things and I don't need to feel, you know, I don't need to feel my feelings. I don't need to know, like, I don't care if I'm really happy. I don't care if I'm sad. Like, I don't really care because it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. Let me start off by saying that. And I'm reading this book right now that is so good. It's called um, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. And as I'm reading that book, I really have been reflecting and taking account of my own you know, experiences and emotions and feelings and things of that sort. And I realized that I, that I had this belief that if I felt my emotions, um, if I allowed myself to feel, then I was being led by my emotions, but that is incorrect, you know? Now, there are people who, you know, are reactive and they are led by their emotions and, you know, they do things based off emotions and because they feel hurt, they're going to hurt and things of that sort. And that is not what we should do. And I thought just by feeling the thing that I was going to be led by the thing and that's not necessarily true. And so what I am learning is that you can feel a thing, right? You can feel an emotion. Emotions are not Um, man-made they are natural God created us to feel um, to have feelings to have emotions and with that 
if we are in a situation or something has taken place and we feel an emotion, we should allow ourselves to feel it, identify what the emotion is. Is it sadness? Is it happiness? Is it joy? Like, what is the emotion? You know, like, am I angry right now? Am I upset? Am I disappointed? And once we have identified what that emotion is, we should then take it to God and say, God, I feel this way, right? And why do I feel this way? If you don't know why you feel that way, because sometimes I feel a way and don't know why. Like nothing happened to me. Um, Sometimes I would say, for example, like I've lost my appetite or I've done this. And, and people will ask me like, well, are you stressed? And I'm like, I mean, no, like I don't. I'm not stressing out, like, but I don't know if I'm internally stressed, you know what I mean? And so sometimes, like, you feel things that you don't know why you feel that way. Like, nothing has happened to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing has happened. I didn't experience anything just recently, but why do I feel this way? And sometimes it can be an emotion from something way long ago, or I don't know, something is triggering something. And it's okay to, like, sit, feel it, and ask God, you know, where, where is this feeling coming from? You know, why do I feel this way? And allow the Holy Spirit to kind of just go through that process with you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want us to not experience our humanity. Like, God put us in human bodies for a reason, you know? Um, even Jesus, he felt he had emotions he wept right that's like the shortest little verse in the bible he wept um jesus wept like and so he he felt he had emotions and so i don't want us to not be human and be so overly spiritual where we're like no 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 we can't feel we we where we're you know we're spirit beings and we, we crucify the flesh like that's yeah for sure crucify the flesh but understand that you are still human in a human body now, I say all that to say, I really felt like God allowed me to feel last year. I felt like there was a mirror in front of me checking me and God just allowed it to be that way where if it was either some way I was thinking or something I might have said, it's like God will like literally check me and I'm like, dang God, it was like constantly. And I'm like, God, I don't know what you're doing in this season. I don't know what this year is about to bring, but the way you're making sure like I am right. Okay. And honestly, I appreciate it when it's God and not other people, because I don't think I take it well when it's other people. Granted, I'm learning to take it from people and not feel offended or feel like I have to be defensive. I do appreciate when God checks me himself and it feels better. Not like at the moment, right? But it's like, okay, God, it's coming from you. I can receive it and I know that it's from my betterment, you know? And so I really felt that last year. Okay, God, I feel like this, you know, why is that? And just kind of going through that with him. There were so many moments where I've had these like oh podcast 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 ideas and topics to talk about but I just never got behind the mic I don't know why I was avoiding the mic so much and it can be really again the whole human thing where I feel like I have to come on here and be like super powerful or there's no point but you know God also reminded me Samantha you know I allowed you to be in, on this platform and to steward this mission and this vision because 
it's about a journey, right? And so I never want to come on here and deceive anybody. I don't want to come on here and create this idea of me being in a place that I'm not. And sometimes I realize that although I know it's not true, people say things and instead of correcting them, I kind of allow them to have their own perception of me And I don't correct it. And I've been convicted of that. And it's like, no, you need to correct them because if not, they have this idea that you're like perfect or you don't feel or you don't experience things that they're experiencing. And I when I don't check it and when I don't correct y'all, you know, I am like affirming what is that you guys believe or think and maybe not you guys, but people in general. Right. And so I've been convicted of that. And it's like, no, I need to correct y'all. Like, no, I am also human. Y'all. Okay. Although I don't believe in myself sometimes, but I am human. Samantha, you're human. And we are on a journey. Like there are going to be highs and lows. Okay. There's going to be times. There's times, a lot of times with me where I don't want to read the Bible. I don't want to pray. Sometimes I just try to think things in my head and and call it the prayer. You know what I mean? Like there's times where I don't want to open up my mouth and, and speak things. Like I just want to soak at times. But then in those moments, I'm reminded of Samantha, like, you know better, do better. Right. And that we have tools that non-believers do not have. And we get these tools through the word of God and being in his presence and intimacy and learning the word that we are when we are in these situations in like these human, you know, situations where we feel like sulking and we feel like playing victim sometimes that we don't have to be there and we don't have to be there for a prolonged time. Like many people are in this world that even when you are in those moments, you can encourage yourself right because of the fact that you know the word and so you can speak the word over your life and there were moments towards the end of the year where I would just sit on my couch and I'm like I don't want to do anything I don't want to talk to nobody like whatever you know funny enough someone messaged me so I check like Instagram more so for like my messages because people message me on there and so I hate scrolling like I I hate it I hate when I get in those moments where I'm just scrolling 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 or I'm getting distracted I just hate to be distracted that's my thing like I hate being distracted I hate losing focus um and when I do I like really be like Samantha like girl get it together like you're losing focus or you're being distracted here this is not benefiting you or benefiting anybody you're not edifying anybody by doing this so anyways I say all that to say I really try to just get on Instagram to you know check my messages and or like, you know, see a few people, whatever, and and engage. But that night I got on Instagram and I got a message from someone who we're not friends. Like, I mean, we're friends on IG, but we're not friends in real life. Like we never had a conversation or anything like that. And this person messaged me. Let me actually read the message that this person sent because I was like, oh, what? What do you do when you don't really know what to feel? You're in a mood, but don't really know what it is exactly. And at first, I was like, what? Because I could have taken that so many different ways because the person is a man. And I'm like, what you what mood? But I sat there and I'm like, okay. So I gave a response. So then I say, hi. Other than asking God about it, I said, sometimes I sit in it. Most times I write about it in journal, right? And it's so funny because 
at that given time when I got the message, I was literally in this like this soak. I was just sitting on my couch and I'm like, I don't care, whatever. And I got that message and I sent that message out. And I was just like, dang, now I have to do it. Right now I have to talk to God. Now I have to journal. Now I have to encourage myself out of this. And so I thought that was funny. And I feel like that was God, like, kind of reminding me, like, girl, like, you can get out of this. Like, don't sit there. Like, don't soak. You can come out of this. And I remember getting up, like, cleaning up and just, you know, started to, like, pray over myself and pray over the situation. Like, you know, speaking to myself in the mirror. And so... I'm just saying all that to say, you know, if you feel like you have those moments or you may be in a moment right now and for some reason you're listening to this podcast episode and you're like, dang, Samantha, now I heard you. Now I have to do better. And yes, do better. And I'm not saying do better as though what you're doing is necessarily wrong. Like there are moments where we do have to just sit, right? But just just don't sit there for too long. Don't allow yourself to soak. Don't allow yourself to just fall into these emotions and these feelings. Feel them, address them give it to God and, and, you know, keep moving, keep pushing and don't allow it to create an obstacle for you where you're now procrastinating or delaying what it is that you know you're supposed to be doing. So again, you know, God reminded me that this is a journey. And I was reminded even about the the title, like the podcast name is Being One. And the subtitle is as we embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. We're being one at the same time becoming one. And so the becoming is that journey process. Like at the end of the day, when Jesus comes back, we're going to be one with him. And yet while we're one, he's in us, we're in him, the scripture says. We're becoming one because we're on a journey. And so there are going to be moments where you don't feel one and then you feel one again. And that's just the journey of life. And that's the journey of becoming one with God. And really, we are still in the best place that we can be because we are in him and he is in us. And we can have confidence in that and walk this life and feel the feels, right? And yet know that we, we're victorious. Like God has already won the battle. And so it's just a matter of being on this journey and being obedient. And so I try to be very like discerning of the seasons and what is it that God is taking me into and, and us into as a body. And that 2023 is going to be a year of suddenly. We're going to experience things suddenly. We're going to receive answers suddenly things that we've been praying for preparing for we're going to begin to see the fruits of it and 2022 I don't know for you all but for me it was really a year of preparation and there were things that I was preparing for unknowingly like unbeknownst to me what I was preparing for but I just knew that God was just calling me and and asking me to do certain things and I would just do it in obedience although it did require intentionality and although I had to make many sacrifices it all worked out at the end of the day I believe that we should go from glory to glory and that's glory to glory in all aspects of life, like finances and, and academics, um, relationship, we should go the next step that there is another level, you know? And so there's another level to my spiritual life and my spiritual walk. And there are disciplines in those areas. And I want to excel. I, I want to live a life of excellence. And I think that's my issue sometimes because I confuse excellence with perfection and perfection comes from human and excellence comes from the spirit of God. And so I have to take myself out of the equation and allow the spirit to move and, and be led by the spirit of God so that whatever I do in, in whatever area I'm in is going to be of excellence. And so like, for example, let's say that I'm at a level, I don't know, seven, and you're at a level five. Just because I'm at a level seven doesn't mean that 
I'm at a level where it's excellence and you're at a level where it's not excellent. Because even at the level that you are in, it could still be excellence and will be excellence because you're being led by the spirit. I hope that makes sense. Because sometimes we try to get to the next thing so fast. And so even though we go from glory to glory, doesn't mean that the glory that you were at was not excellent. Doesn't mean that you weren't executing at a level of excellence. You were executing at a level of excellence for that level and in that season. And in the next season, there's another level of excellence to execute. I hope that makes sense. So I don't want to knock anybody off for where they are in their journey. Where you are in your journey is where you're supposed to be. So don't rush to get somewhere else. Be there and do it in excellence. You know what I mean? Serve in excellence. Give in excellence. Give at the level you can give in excellence. And in another season, you'll be able to give at a greater level and that will be done in excellence. So I hope that makes sense. I really want to drive that home because I don't want us to get so frustrated where we are. And it's like, no, this is where God needs you to be. And I say all that to say, this is going to be the year of suddenly. I just believe that like wholeheartedly. And it, it keeps getting confirmed. Um, Sometimes like, I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to come on and like prophesy to people. But and so I don't like to just come on here and just give like, y'all be encouraged. It's going to be a year of suddenlies and, and all these things are going to happen for you. Um, That's not necessarily what I'm saying, but I am saying that we were at a level and we've been in a position where we have been preparing whether we knew it or not. In this season, we're going to see the fruits of that. We're going to reap from that. We're going to see the prayers we've been praying. And I heard something that says like um, preparation is like pre pre prayers. And so there were prayers that you've been praying and you're going to see them answered in this season and in this year. But where I also feel like God is challenging us and and what he is uh, like ushering me into is that realizing that in this season is going to require consecration and for us to really focus on him and his things and not get so caught up in the worldly things and I'm not saying worldly things like secular for example like health and fitness like great that's great that you're focusing on these things but sometimes we focus too much on those things because these are things that are that will show off externally right like you know buying a house buying a car like these things sometimes our motive is to like to show people like look I've been I've been working hard and and like this this is this is this is what it is and and God is just like I need you to be consecrated because I need you focusing on my things and although with spiritual disciplines it's not seen I can post me working out every day and people are seeing like okay this girl's being consistent with her workouts right and yet I can be praying every day and that's not seen, right? So nobody really knows that I am also being disciplined with my spiritual life. And yet this is where we really should be disciplined is in our spiritual life because this is where we're going to get instructions and directions and this is where our answers are going to come from when we really focus in. Like it's not that God does not want to answer you. It's not that he hasn't even provided the answer, but are we silencing all the noise and really focusing in on him, consecrating ourselves, getting rid of the distractions to really hear what it is that he is saying. And so with this year being a year of the suddenlies in, in the years of the prayers being answered in order, I don't want to say in order to receive it because I don't want to make things up now. And I do believe that it's not a coincidence that God is also been, you know, 
confirming to me um, that I need to be consecrated and that he's drawing his people into consecration, that he's he's asking and inviting us to get back to that place where we humble ourselves before him and where we silence the noise of the world to really focus in on him. I believe that when we do this, we're going to hear him. We're going to see our prayers be answered. We're going to get the solutions that we've been asking for for years in his presence like a cause and effect situation where, um, you know, because we're, you know, consecrated and we've, we've got rid of the distractions and the noise and we're really taking time to build our discipline in our spiritual life, to really consecrate before the father, be, be kneel before him, listen to him, hear what he has to say that we'll then realize and, and hear the answers and get the solutions and the ideas that we've been asking him for, that some of us have been asking for businesses and we've been asking for other streams of income. And God says, come, listen to me. I, I have it for you. I have the idea for you. I have the solution for you. I have the answer. But everything else needs to quiet down. We get, I believe, um, very much distracted. I think that we have so much taking place and not just in life, but on social media. We are exposed to so much we are influenced greatly and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing but what I am saying is that sometimes we're confusing what we've been influenced by and what we've been feeding ourselves and what we've been seeing with God and we so we've been seeing repeatedly realtors online and in real estate and all of a sudden we think that now we should go into the real estate business and that is not necessarily what God is calling you to or God has you but we've been influenced to believe that and so that's what I mean by silencing those noise like it don't allow like what we're seeing to influence us and put us in positions and in places that we were not called to, that we were not graced for and maybe in this season. And so this is going to be the, the time, the year where we really ask God, like, God, what is it that you have for me? Like, what is it that you're telling me? What is the plan that you have for me? Because we can see people and, and it's very attractive and, it, and it's very, you know, convincing. And it's like, yeah, like, let me do this. Like, I can make this much money and I can be like this person. And this person, you know, I, I'm attracted to, I'm attracted to this look, I'm attracted to this style, I'm attracted to this way of living I'm attracted to this lifestyle and so we go after these things and, and we try to create this life for ourselves. and God is like girl I had a whole idea for you that nobody has something unique and yet you did not take time to hear me about it and so that's what I believe that this year is going to be like and I do have scripture because I'm like God nothing about me I'm like, okay, I hear you, but you know I need the scripture. And I kind of sat on this um, idea of things are going to happen suddenly. And we've been preparing. We've been praying. We're going to see it. We're going we're gonna to hear the answers. We're going to get the solutions. We're going to get the ideas. And God reminded me of Martha and Mary in Luke 10, verse 38. In the New Living Translation, it states that, as Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed her into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. 
there's only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. Again, I guess I'm going back to that season where I picture myself like kind of seated at Jesus's feet like Mary and it says that Mary was listening to what he taught it's like she humbled herself and there was so many things that she really could have been doing she could have been helping Martha I don't think that it wasn't in her heart to help Martha it's like she had a knowing that he won't be here for long and although we do have the Holy Spirit and we do have Jesus that we know he's seated at the right hand of the Father but yet we do know that we have access to be able to sit and to hear him Right. And so she was being discerning here and realized that although I could be doing X, Y and Z with Martha right now, what's necessary for me, what's best for me, what's best for my growth, what's best for my family is that I be seated here and hear what the teacher has to say. And so I really believe that, you know, in this year, in this season, that in order for us to do what is best for ourselves, in order for us to do what's best for our family, best to do for our career and our life is to really be seated and hear what the Lord has to say and not get so busy with the small details and with what everybody else has going on and trying to keep up with the Joneses. And I'm not saying all that to make anybody feel bad, but we really need to be discerning of where we need to be. And maybe you you were at Jesus' feet and maybe you were there and maybe you've been listening and God has given you instructions and you're in the season now where you must execute. That is great. But there are some of us that have been doing things we've been moving around we've been doing things for god we've been you know paying attention to the small details trying to perfect things and yet god is calling us back to a place and he's calling us to a place where he says listen choose what is best and what is best in the season for you is to sit at my feet and hear my instructions hear my teachings be reminded of it because it's not that we don't know it it's not that we don't know his word but we must be reminded of it and there might be something new there might be something you haven't heard before there may be a revelation that you haven't gotten before and that is going to be found in his presence at his feet and so i challenge you to really reflect and like ask yourself have i really been carving out time in my schedule? Have I been making it a priority to hear from the Lord? And it's not that we can't do both simultaneously. I'm not saying just sit there and not do anything because you. I believe you can do both. And it never says that Mary never got up at one point in time to help her sister, right? It was just at that time, maybe she was doing little things. Maybe she was sitting for a few hours and then she got up and did some things, but she wasn't doing as much as Martha. I don't know. I don't know. And so ask the Holy Spirit, you know, what does that look like for me? Because I really feel like we need to shift our priorities in this season. We need to be intentional about us spending time with the Lord and really getting back to that place of intimacy. And I'm closing up, but I, I also wanted to add this because, again, I'm, I'm learning to be vulnerable and transparent. But last you know season, I call it last semester because it, it felt like last semester, I was in a relationship and I was moving things around my schedule. I was trying to accommodate this person. And, and that's a whole nother episode or maybe an, a video on YouTube. But I I learned so much in that season and what I was reminded of was that intimacy is is necessary and there are going to be we we crave intimacy and I don't want us to crave intimacy with the person that we fail to be intimate with the father and I remember God like he really convicted me because I know how important it is to just be present 
and I just want this person to be present and, and they're not being present. And it's like, man, like, how can you say you love somebody if you can't even be present with the person? And I'm not asking for much, just like once a week, you know what I mean? Like, just so that we're on the same page and, and we don't have to, you know, do anything. You don't have to do anything for me. I don't have to do anything for you. But just knowing that we can just be present, like, I hear you, you hear me. And, and God really convicted me because he's like, Samantha, when was the last time you've been present with me, you know? And so I expect this from a person and yet I don't hold myself to that same standard expectation when it comes to God. And it's like, we must also remember to be intimate with him and be present with him and just hear him it's not always about just getting instructions and just running because sometimes I'd be like okay God what am I doing today you know what are we doing today like I'm purpose purpose driven and yet sometimes it's just a matter of you say you love me but yet you just don't want to be present with me because at some point if I was in a you know relationship and and the person was just like okay what do you want me to do for you what do you want me to do for you what do you want me to do for you it's like dang like I'm not in here just for you to do stuff for me I want you to just be present with me like let's just have a conversation let's just talk let's just share about our days like let me fill you up you fill me up and and so I believe that God is inviting us back to that place of like letting him fill us back up not with just you know instructions to just go out there and, and do his business but just having that intimacy with him where he can love on us comfort us give us that joy give us that that peace that surpass all understanding and we get all that in his presence when we are present in his presence okay I don't know I just made that up right quick but yeah I just wanted to share that as well and that's like the place that I'm back at and it feels great and it's not again doing it just for the feelings but I just know that is very important because it's important in relationships and so we say we have a relationship with God I want us to remember what our important in relationships and having intimacy creating that those times for intimacy is important okay and again now y'all already know I'm not gonna have to give a whole disclaimer but I hope y'all get what I'm trying to say and I hope y'all understand where I'm going with that and so I am back okay um we are in 2023 by the grace of God thank you Jesus for allowing us to see another year um so my goal for the podcast is to upload at least twice a month and so I will make this a bi-weekly thing now if I post more than twice you know, praise God, you know, I exceeded my goal, right? But the goal is twice a month. And and that's realistic for me. I can create time for that. And I pray to be consistent with that and not allow life, my feelings, emotions to get the best of me or to create an obstacle where I don't show up. And some of us just needs to hear that, you know, show up even when you don't feel like you have much to give, like show up. Don't let the enemy stifle you like he's so good at that and I'm, I'm I get so upset that he does that but you know you you have these own thoughts and in, in, in your mind and it, it stifles you um to think that I can't do something for God I can't or I can't be present like we're on a journey and I I don't want to you know again I've said it before hold your hand in one season and then go ghost on y'all like no we're in this together I'm committed to y'all I'm committed to you know what God is doing and and in that I have to remember commitment over convenience and so even when it's not convenient for me I have to choose commitment and that's what our pastor said at church is like yo like this year is gonna be commitment versus convenience and so it's not always convenient for me to to record a podcast and yet I'm I'm committed to it and so even with my inconveniences I'm going to be committed and I do pray and hope that 
whatever it is that you all do or wherever you have to show up, however you have to show up, that you would choose commitment over convenience. All right. Well, I do hope that you guys learned something and I am excited and happy to be back sharing with you all. And for those of you who are new, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you stick around. I hope you subscribe to the podcast and, you know, tune in to what it is that God is is doing, you know, through me for us. It's not just for me. It's for us. Right. And if you're not following the podcast page on YouTube and the and Instagram, follow it. It's called The Being One Podcast. I also have some goals to stay consistent on there as well and, you know, reach more people. And yeah, thank you guys for those who have been like rocking with the podcast since what, 2019 I posted it. And you have been here and this is going to be our, what, fourth year of podcasting and being a platform. I've heard great feedback about the podcast. I want you guys to know that it's not just young people listening to this but older people as well married people listening to this and I am humbled by that fact because it it goes to show that my voice and what God is doing through me is not just for a certain demographic but it's for anybody who is a part of the body I'm grateful I'm thankful thank you guys again for listening you guys know I love you but Jesus loves you so 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 much be blessed be blessed be blessed